Hello, hello everyone and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach. And you are currently listening to the 44th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Cancer, Sun, Moon, Rising. And the theme of this reading will be chaos. So welcome, my beautiful Cancerian babies. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. I hope you're excited for this reading, at least as much as I am. Um, <laughs> you are the 44th episode, and this is the fourth season of the podcast because um, it is the fourth series of tarot readings I'm doing on the podcast. So you are getting the angel number of this series, 444. So I don't know if that means anything to you, where you've been seeing that. If yes, that's already a confirmation that you're meant to be here. So that's awesome. Or maybe you'll start seeing it right after you listen to this podcast episode. Um, so this is for Cancer Sun Moon Rising, as I said, which also means that you are free and encouraged and welcome to listen to your other signs as well. This is your installment, your reading, your episode uh, in this uh, series of chaos readings, okay? If you don't know how we do things here over at the Neptunian Serenity podcast, every month I do a series of uh, 12 tarot readings, one for each zodiac sign, and every month we have a new theme. And that theme is never based on nothing, it's never chosen randomly, it's always something that has to do with the current zodiac season that we're in when I record the episodes, okay? Um, so these readings are timeless, so you know, it doesn't matter when you're finding them, just that when you find this episode and you listen to it, that's when it's meant for you. But I am recording this during Aquarius season, so the theme of chaos is the one that I've chosen in honor of Aquarius season, since Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus, um, which is linked to the divine energy of chaos. And that is what we mean here by chaos, okay? I also want to do a little clarification about what I mean by chaos reading, because I know that's kind of like an intriguing title. Um, but this is not going to be a reading about like how chaotic you are or how chaotic you're not, okay, or whatever. That's not what this is about. We're talking about chaos here with a capital C, chaos as a the sacred and divine energy of the universe that helps the universe go round in a dance between um with uh, order right because the universe functions um with a mix of order and chaos and today we're focusing on the part of it that is chaos so we're going to ask um how the divine energy of chaos is showing up in your life and within yourself right now and um how can you work with it because it's a beautiful magical divine energy and um, I think that as humans, when we think chaos, we think chaotic, and we have learned to kind of associate chaos and change um, to a negative connotation, because we kind of are averse to change a little bit, um, and we often fear uh, pain, and for some reason we've associated chaos with pain, which it happens sometimes, but there's no intrinsic link between those. Um, so yeah, so there's nothing to fear about the energy of chaos in and of itself, okay? And as we do this reading for you, we're going to see what your relationship with chaos is and how can you maybe better it, what's the message from the energy of chaos, and um, 
how can you use it how can you work with it right so that's what we're gonna do today if you like the way that i read if you like this um concept of me doing a series of uh tarot readings for each zodiac sign every month with a new theme in accordance with the zodiac season make sure to follow the podcast and if you want to be notified and make sure that you don't miss out every time i upload a new episode click the bell to activate the notifications um in the past, we've done other series. We've done uh, devotion readings in honor of Capricorn season last month. Before that, we did authenticity readings in honor of Sagittarius season. And before that, we did messages from your ancestors in honor of Scorpio season. And we will keep on going. So make sure to follow if you want to find out um, what theme I'm going to approach and um, dive deep into for Pisces season next month, okay? But without any further ado, let's just get into your chaos reading right away. All right, let's go. All right, Cancer, so let's just get into your reading right now. I hope you're excited for this. Um, if you want to see your cards, you can, because I take videos of the, well, I take a video of each spread of each reading that I do on my phone and then I post it on my Instagram afterwards when the episode goes live, okay? Not right away always, but um look through the highlights on my profile called podcast and if you can't find it just DM me, okay? Um uh, but if you want to do that, I suggest that you do that at the end of the reading because I think it's part of the fun and part of the process, part of the experience to have the surprise of what cards come through throughout the reading, okay? So that was the last little PSA. Now let's just get into it okay so for you i have pre-pulled three cards right now okay they are tarot cards they are face down i haven't seen them no one looked at them um they are from the neo tarot and with these i just asked like i just essentially asked whatever i felt guided to ask and for you that was um what are three things we need to acknowledge about cancer right now or about cancer's life right now okay so i'm not sure what those are or why that was important to ask this question first but that's what's that's what's up right now <laughs> that's where we're going to start with you and then we're going to pull some more cards and just go into it okay so let's reveal your first card together hmm we have the hierophant in reverse very interesting card and in this deck, it is still called the Pope, okay? Which, if you don't know tarot, that was uh, what the Hierophant was um, originally. It was changed because it, it, this card isn't only about religion. Okay, let's reveal your second card. The Six of Pentacles. <clears throat> the Six of Pentacles, Okay. Hmm, interesting. And then let's reveal your last card. The Five of Pentacles, huh? What an interesting combo. I can't help but notice that this card is kind of dirty. Okay, interesting. That's an interesting combo because the Five of, of Pentacles is usually about loss or scarcity or poverty. You know, it definitely shows us a lack or a less than ideal situation especially financially speaking whilst with the six of pentacles 
speaks of being balanced and stable and secure financially and sharing with other people. So there could be something about you've been through a journey in which you used to be poor and be in need and you were helped by others and now you find yourself in a more stable position today and now you are giving back to others um, who are more in need. It could be that Spirit is highlighting, highlighting the fact that even when you are in a difficult position in your life, you are still very generous. You still have a big heart and have make space in your heart for other people and other people's struggles and empathy for other people's situations and difficulties. Um, and with the Hierophant in reverse, which is the Pope in reverse here, it's almost like... I don't know why this is coming out. It's like spirit wants to, or you want to highlight the fact that this doesn't have anything to do with religion or something like this. I'm wondering if um, you were raised religious or you just have a lot of religious people around you or maybe even you do some um, charity work or volunteering that is at a church or a religious establishment but you are not religious or your motivations are not religious or something about you're just truly doing it out of purity of heart and kindness whereas some other people might do it because oh if i do it then i'm going to go to heaven and not hell because i believe in that right it's about motivation the motivation behind your actions and that's been something that I've been hearing a lot because I'm currently watching The Good Place um, for the first time. If you don't know what that is, that's a show about um, people who die. And, you know, when you die, there's a good place and there's a bad place. Um, and, you know, they, they mentioned multiple times it's not as simple as the Christian idea of heaven and hell. But it kind of feels like it is, right? It's definitely a direct, like, um, a metaphor or a comparison. Um and what's interesting is the way it works in, in the show, the way they explain it, is that um, what decides whether you go to the good place or the bad place is the amount of points that you accumulate when you are alive on earth. And those points work in like, are you doing bad actions or good actions? Um, or what are the re repercussions um, of your actions? And obviously one of the, one of the main characters is like... A, was a ethics and philosophy teacher well professor in his when he was alive so obviously he's studied this idea his whole life right and uh obviously he's bright he brings up like how it, there's many philosophers with many different uh perspectives on what um what is morality what makes an action or a person good or bad and you know some people um talk more so about the intention and some people focus more on the actual result that this action created. Um, and then they say in the show that um, your action will not give you any points, like any good points, if you're only doing it because you want a reward, like getting in, a, in the good place, for example, or you know getting rewarded by somebody else. Which is, yeah, that's what it was making me think of. 
So I feel like that's relevant for you. Like you could be around people who are also generous or also doing volunteering or charity work or something. Um, Or it doesn't even have to be in like a charity or humanitarian like context. It can even just be you are like a very, you do like a lot of small kind actions in your day to day life. And the thing that's special about you that sets you apart from a lot of other people who do similar things is that is your motivation. You're doing it genuinely because you want to give and you have a big heart and you believe it's important to care for others and not to get rewarded or to please some kind of institution or some kind of authority figure uh, like a god or like a pastor or priest or something like that. interesting I don't know why it's important to highlight that I don't think you're that I don't think I think you're very humble I don't think that you are kind of bragging internally or externally about like oh my motivations are so much better than everyone else's (laughs) I don't think that's what's going on um but it's kind of like if we if what's what's in the afterlife is truly like in the good place you would absolutely get in the good place There's even a character um, in The Good Place and that's you know, um, who um, ends up in the bad place even though she's raised like billions of dollars for charity her entire life. She ends up in the bad place because she was doing it just to prove her sense of worth and to impress her parents. You know, she was doing it for the wrong reasons. She wasn't doing it because she wanted to genuinely help other people selflessly. She was doing it to gain a status, to gain the respect of other people, to have a healthy sense of self-esteem, to impress other people around her, to remain rich and um, loved and idolized by other people, that kind of thing. And that doesn't get her in the good place. (laughs) Okay, very interesting. Now I feel called to, let's pull more cards now. This feels like a good moment to do that. And I thought we were going to get more tarot. I don't know. Maybe we'll get back to that later on. But now I feel called to use the Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards. So, what is Cancer's relationship with chaos like? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're really asking about here, right? Okay. What does Cancer need to know about the divine energy of chaos? What does Cancer need to know about working with chaos? Okay. So the first card that came through here was Vanity in Reverse, which again, you're a very humble person. You could also just be, it could also be that there's people who do the same helpful and kind actions as you who flaunt it on social media. They record themselves where they talk about it a lot. They go on talk shows, maybe even, you know, they have become a public figure. So they gain a lot by doing that for themselves. And they love that. And you don't talk about it. It's kind of like you're like an unknown angel is kind of what I'm getting. And obviously, you know, you're human. I don't think, but I don't think you're the type of people who would get like a big, you know, like big ego from me telling you you're like an angel on earth. But you're like an unknown angel. You're like one who 
does good deeds while going unnoticed, but you're totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. You're totally okay with that, and that is definitely something that is beautiful and applauded. I'm seeing, I don't know, the fact that we talked about your motivation and how, you know, your motivation has nothing to do with a, it, you could be religious still, okay, it just, it's just that your kind actions, you're not doing it because to abide the rules or to get good points or to get rewards or to get, you know, that, but, because I'm seeing um, Mother Mary in my mind, I think you have a connection to her, even if you're not Christian, or you're not religious, that's okay, you don't have to become religious, but you know, Mary can be a spirit guide, like deities from different mythologies, like ancestors, you can have a personal connection with her without practicing Christianity or any sort of religion, if you don't want to, if you don't resonate with the rest of the religion but I feel like she definitely has a connection with you she's she's like a strong one here and you're like one of her people you she's one of she's part of your spiritual team absolutely and she really acknowledges what you do and loves what you do yeah you have a lot of humility so that's really great and the fact that we have, we also have trickery in reverse, which again, you're not tricking other people. You know, y- you could be the type of person that like, you are walking down the street and you see like a homeless person sitting down on the side of the road and most people would ignore them. But you actually like, you know, like bend down and you're like, hey, like you crouch down, and you're like, hey, how you're doing? And then you pull out of your wallet like, a thousand dollars and you're like there you go and usually people if that happened to people even you know to anyone like we would think that's like a scam or something but you would be the type of people to do that and it's not a scam like it's real the money is real (laughs) you genuinely did it because you felt like it (laughs) so you might have you know it's like you're so good people are like are you tricking me like what, what what where's the trap here you know when like some people are doing marketing and their product seems too good to be true, so you're like, where's the trap, or how are they even making their money here, like, what's going on, Uh, and sometimes there is, but with you, there really isn't, (laughs) there could have been people in your life who have refused, refused your help, because they thought there was a trick or something, or you were a scammer, and you know, that's okay, just, it might have made you sad on the spot, but just let it go, it's okay, but yeah, interesting, this is so interesting because we're talking about the sacred energy of chaos, but your reading just feels so calm and quiet and peaceful and grounded. Which, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't feel like this. This is just a very interesting way that the energy of chaos is showing up. Okay. So some other cards that you have here are recovery in reverse, completion in reverse, Guilt and then grief. Hmm. I almost feel like this reading is more like... In the other signs, it kind of felt like this was a reading, like a message from the energy of chaos to you. 
And this reading almost feels like a message from Mother Mary to you or something like that. I don't know if you've been seeing her a lot recently. Or if you've ever felt, um, if you've been feeling sometimes like you're visited by a, a spirit um, that was very calm and peaceful and you've been trying to figure out who it is or what it is, I think it was Mother Mary. And she doesn't discriminate at all between, again, she doesn't discriminate at all between Christians and non-Christians. What she cares about is people with purity of heart and humility and unconditional love. She doesn't care about anything else. Doesn't care about labels. <laughs> and the true, quote-unquote, followers of Mary will not care about that either. You know, there's a lot of people who are religious, and their religion is supposed to be about, like, um, I don't know, like, uh, love. And they're not all living their life from a, or taking actions from a, a place of love, right? I think we all know that. Yeah, your your name might even be Mary. That would be crazy, but that would, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> or maybe it's one of your, like, other names, if you have, like, a second name or something like that that you don't, that you rarely use. Um, the crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, or maybe you named a daughter Mary. Hmm. Okay. I want to clarify some of the cards that we have here because I'm not, there's def, there's something in this, I'm curious about this guilt card because we've been talking about the fact that you don't, you're, you're doing it for the right reasons, you're humble, but then we have the guilt card upright, which is very fascinating to me. Um, and there's something there, but I need to get more info to get down to it. Too many cards, too many cards, spirit, too many cards. Okay, so what does Cancer need to know about working with chaos? This one, yeah. Okay. We have death in reverse at the bottom of the deck. And I keep splitting the deck open to the Ace of Cups. Now I've lost it, obviously, but I felt the need to mention that. Okay, so underneath the grief card, we have the Ace of Swords in reverse. Underneath the Vanity in reverse card, we have the Two of Wands. Underneath the Guilt card, we have Nine of Cups in reverse. And underneath the Recovery in reverse card, we have the Six of Wands upright. Your energy actually reminds me of someone that I knew, a family member who did have cancer placements. Yeah, so I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Maybe this family member is visiting me right now. And impacting the energy um, in this reading. Interesting. Um, let's read in the booklet this um, message from this guild card. Because I'm really curious to see. This card is orange, meaning it has to do with the um, sacral chakra which is the chakra of creativity and pleasure, amongst other things. Yeah, let's read actually the message just that just describes the sacral chakra here. Okay. Keywords, active, motivating, optimistic, emotional, sociable, enthusiastic, affectionate, and humanitarian. 
The orange cards represent our emotions and how we relate to them. In the, sacred, in the second chakra, you can learn emotional discipline if you choose. You need to master the skill of steering your emotions as you would a ship on the high seas. This is very important in manifesting. The orange cards reveal your emotional experience in a particular situation. If you are struggling with your feelings, look back to the red chakra, the root chakra, for the answer. You don't have any root chakra cards out on the table, interestingly enough. Why? Because your source because you source your emotional experience from a particular foundation or belief created in your root chakra. This helps you to understand where your emotions are coming from. Next, observe your feelings rather than act on them, and your angels can speak directly to you through the emotions revealed in these cards. However, you must stand fearlessly and observe your emotions. If you can do this, you have begun the journey into manifestation. You can walk the path you have previously only wished for. Master emotional discipline and you master how to manifest anything. Okay, so let's read the guilt card. The story linked to the guilt card is Saint Apricot. And the affirmation is, I am sorry, but I have to take care of myself. The legend goes as follows. Apricot is truly, truly is a saint. She sets aside her own needs and happiness to help others, even allowing freeloading friends to get involved in her business. One day, her latest business partner announces that she wants to dissolve their company and split the profits. Apricot stands up to her. The company is hers and she did all the work while the so-called partner did nothing. Now she will only give from her excess, not from her reserve. Inspiration. Do not do for others what they need to do for themselves. Speak truth from your heart. Honesty is freedom. Any guilt is fear of being disliked. Personal inquiry. Am I giving away too much time and energy and resenting it? Is my anger really guilt? Key ideas. Self-care, burdened by obligations, enabling others, finding personal power. And some keywords, awareness, awakening, and release. Interesting. Very, very interesting. The person, well, apricot here on the card is um, illustrated doing some, um, oh, what's the, um, steaming the clothes, you know, to like get them not to wrinkle, right? Um, is doing that and she has a angel halo over her head her eyes are closed and and one of her hands is actually chained chained sorry which i hadn't noticed before i think very interesting and in the background you can see the person who's probably the friend um sitting down at the table looking miserable and having a bottle of probably alcohol in front of them right illustrating the fact that saint apricot is doing everything but is letting their friend um stay at her place so i think i get what where this is going now i think you're going through a time in your life where you are reevaluating your values am i right yes i think this is what's happening here um i'm wondering if you have like I'm wondering, like, there, you could have a outer planet transiting your second house, meaning Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, or Pluto transiting your second house. It's probably either Uranus or Jupiter, potentially Saturn, 
transiting your second house, which is really activating this and making you re you could have even natively you have like an empty second house, so it's not something that's on your mind all the time. What are my what are my values? But now this has been on your mind a lot. Um, this is activated in your life right now. And I think that what's and this is why we talked about religion before. This is why that, that was important because I think that when you started volunteering or this lifestyle of humanitarian stuff, I think that it was either based in a religion or you found it through your church or you heard about it from people who are religious, you know, that the religious ideology was kind of impregnated in the work you were doing when you first started, one way or another. And I think that what you're realizing now is that sometimes just giving to people, giving, 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 and then being like, okay, my job is done here. I'm going to go give to other people. Doesn't fully help them. You know, the whole thing about like, um, you know, give a man a fish and he'll be able to eat for a day and then teach him how to fish and he'll be able to eat for the rest of his life. I may be paraphrasing the saying here, but that's what this is about. I think that you've been thinking about that a lot. I think that you've been questioning some things. Like, you've been doing this work for a long time. I really think that this is, like, your actual work or op- occupation or career. Um, You could work, like, in nonprofits or something like that. Or you could, like, go to, like, other countries on missions to help people, Um, you know, very humanitarian stuff. Like, you could work for, like... um the United Nations or the Red Cross or something like that, right? Um, I think that you've been questioning what you're doing and what the organ- these organizations that want to help people are doing. Some of you are only questioning these things internally. Others of you have started asking questions to other, to other people and have received some backlash or at least a very definite sign that asking these types of questions is not really welcome um and that i think that has confused you even more because i think that you have believed very strongly in what you're doing and the goodness of what you're doing for a very long time and not you're now you're starting to question is this really the best thing for these people and i think that you kind of wish that you could stay longer for each with each person i think that you whatever it is that you're doing i think it's something like you just give food and then you leave or you give money and then you leave or you build a house and then you leave you know it's you're helping a lot of people in quantity but you're kind of wondering like okay we help these people but like if i go back a year afterwards what will their life be like you know they're only having temporary relief and you wish you could really change their life and you feel maybe we should spend more time with people to really get to the root of the issue which includes both individual issues and also societal issues. It's kind of like if you've been in an organization that helps fight for poverty and you like go to like missions and you do stuff like give food, give money, uh, pay for people's scholarships and stuff like that. You're like, well, maybe we can start talking about the way that capitalism and the governments are keeping people poor on purpose but then if you start saying shit like that at your work people are like what no 
no, let's not talk about that. Let's only focus on what those poor people have the power to change, right? Let's not, let's not think, you know, let's not challenge the system. Let's not be too revolutionary. Let's not be too radical. But you feel the need to be more radical. And that is totally okay. And that's totally applauded by your spiritual team. Okay, Mary was a fucking radical. Okay, don't like I'm here. I'm saying it. Jesus was a fucking radical. Like so many people who identify as Christians and are very conservative and very hateful don't realize that if Jesus was actually existing today, like they would hate him. <laughs> they would hate him. And a lot of the people that those Christians reject or see as demonic. Jesus would be much more likely to become friends with those people than with them, right? Like, I think we both know that. Um, some of you, if you are working within a religious framework, when you speak up, you're being told that you are, like, questioning God or questioning the word of God or something, or that you're, like, a bad um, follower of whatever religion you're involved with. And this, this reading is really meant to tell you, like, that's not true. These people are just acting from a place of fear. They are humans. Um, you know, even the freaking Pope, we literally have his card here, will never rid himself of his humanity. He's not God, right? And I don't know if what you're doing is Catholic, Catholic stuff or Christian stuff at all, but talking in those terms, because um, that's religion I know most, and the Pope card came out, but, you know, if it's a different religion, then apply it to your different religion. Um, and what you're doing is aligned with the universe. And this is an important part of your personal journey. And it's how you're working with chaos. You are right to think that if we change the way that we do things, we can help more people or we can help people better. I think that what you need now, you may need to change um, workplaces, change the approach. I think that you... You've been doing a lot of work where it was like helping a big quantity of people with small actions. And I think that's something that would be a lot more fulfilling for you and aligned for you now and in the future would be to kind of switch that and go for something that helps people more on the long term. I, I And I keep getting therapist. I keep getting this. Okay? I keep getting this. Um, since like almost the beginning of the reading for some of you switching to whatever it is that you're doing now to going and becoming a therapist and, you know, working with a few, a few, um, clients for like many weeks or many months or even years to help them with really, really deep shit, going at the root of the problem instead of just addressing the branches of the tree, so to say. I think it's going to be a lot more fulfilling for you. You need you need depth. You need depth. You need to feel like you're making a genuine difference, long-term speaking, on a society level. And now you don't feel that way anymore with the work that you're doing. Because you're, you do, you've been doing it long enough that you see all the flaws in it. And you're starting to realize that the people around you are not really open to better things or to change things or to even hear you out about the flaws that you're seeing and if you're like angry about this or you're like i need to advocate harder in my workplace spirit is kind of saying no you don't have to do that because the people around you they're not open to that they're just going to scapegoat you harder 
go where you're heard, go where you are celebrated, go where you are appreciated. Because there are workplaces and organizations that are accepting of more radical people, that are accepting of people who challenge their authority, that are accepting of people with new ideas and uh, innovative solutions. So you want to go there. Absolutely. I also think that some of you, um, when you first got into this field or this job many years ago, it was partly based in guilt or motivations that weren't the best, like being able to impress people, getting the, um, what's the word, getting people's approval because you knew that was going to come across as good or attractive. And you're really not in that energy anymore, but you have you feel a lot of guilt about this. And it's really time to liberate yourself from that. Okay, spirit is saying like it it's okay. Like it's it's better to like maybe that's a hot take, but it's also what spirit is wanting to say to you right now, not just my opinion, but it is also my opinion. It's better to do good deeds out of like a maybe not so noble motivation that to then to not do good deeds at all okay and that's what you did so it is okay and you weren't being like an evil person from having maybe misguided motivations at the time and you did help a bunch of people at that time so it's okay the fact that we have the grief card clarified by ace of swords in reverse i'm wondering if Around the time you got into this field, you went through something, I'm hearing traumatic, okay? I'm wondering if you went through something traumatic or just a big life event that was really heart-crushing, is what I'm hearing, um, which is an interesting word. I wanted to say heartbreaking, but I was, I was hearing crushing. It could have been literally loss of someone um, with the grief card, but... The fact that we have the grief card, you know, with the which is the heart chakra, and then clarified by the ace of swords in reverse. I think that you threw yourself into this work to forget about your own pain, or because it it helped you cope. You know, if if someone, if it was literal, like someone passed away that you loved very much, that was close to you, um, something that's pretty frequent is sometimes people will feel guilty about the person who passed even though it has nothing to do with them it can be like a natural reaction so i'm wondering if that's relevant you'll know if that's relevant you know if you're like oh i've never thought about it before then don't torture yourself with that thought it doesn't apply to you there could be something really hard that happened and for some reason you blamed yourself and to avoid that or to be like well i'm gonna become a good person and compensate for that then you starting doing this work and I think yeah you you definitely judge yourself and feel really ashamed of that looking back and now you know that your intentions are pure now and people admire you now for the right reasons or thank you for the right reasons but you can't help but feel ashamed but you you don't talk about it that's the problem with this ace of swords in reverse you don't talk about it you don't talk about the fact that you were in this mindset before and you also haven't talked enough about Whatever this traumatic event 
that happened was I'm, I'm also hearing parents divorcing so if your parents divorced when you were like a young adult or not long before you started this work that's what it is some of you it is genuinely like I'm, I was also seeing like a car accident even if no one died you know that's a traumatic experience uh, maybe someone like just got injured injured or something I think whoever was injured was not you for some reason you know there's a there's just a lot of like emotions and repressed stuff around this that hasn't been spoken that hasn't been hasn't had light shed on it it's like you have this emotional process that was never completed because you threw yourself into this yeah you're also seeing something that you are bothered by at your current work with this recovery card in reverse clarified by the six of wands i'm hearing quota some people in your field or it could even be the bosses are encouraging this um only care about the quota like they only care about like making their quota like today i helped a hundred people i gave the meal to a hundred people i gave the i don't know vaccine to a hundred people instead of you know caring more about like the quantity and what it represents rather than the actual human connection that you make when you're helping that person when you're in front of them which is why once again something like therapy well, you're really taking your time to connect with one person, getting to know them, talking to them human to human, spending a lot of time, devoting a lot of your time to them, I think is going to help you a lot and also help other people a lot. There's definitely something about like, a, a whatever it is that you're doing now, There's it rolls fast. There's like a quickness to it you know like big quantity of people and we're doing a lot and you know big stuff and it's like rolling 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 a lot of energy and some people are just kind of forgetting the human connection and you're like but that's the most important part so go to a different context or a different um a different place where that's what's valued mm-hmm I'm hearing revolution and there's definitely, as you are questioning your um, values, you are, I think, becoming a bit more radical. I'm hearing radicalized, but not in like a, and I'm feeling like about a bit of like, ooh, on your end from that word. It's not in a bad way. It's not like in a way where you're getting brainwashed or you're becoming very dogmatic about it. But, you know... Even things like just saying like you're anti-capitalist is like seen as like very radical, which to me it isn't. But you know, <laughs> that's the world we live in. You're definitely caring more about political issues, I feel, and having a more like set idea about it or an, an opinion about it that's a bit, that's less like set in the middle or that's less indifferent. You care about more. You care more about these things. 
and you also need to have a life where you have not just with your job but with the people around you who just who respect that and have at least some people who are like-minded when it comes to this you know if you're like starting to question things and you're like maybe i'm anti-capitalist or something and everyone around you in your life is like what are you talking about that's way too extreme no 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 um well okay you know i think it could be good for you to be part of certain groups or meet new people who are a bit like-minded or start reading books about people who have thought the same things as you because there's been so many activists and so many philosophers who have done so much great work on things like this like how can we what kind of revolutions do we need how can we truly better the world in a long-term uh way yeah you need that kind of there's really something about taking your time with the people, but also just with your own values. Like, you need to slow down. Maybe even, like, go to, like, classes or go to school about this. Like, it's okay if now your version of helping people is just, like, going for, like, a philosophy degree or something. And trying to study and understand on a theoretical level what helps people. It's a, like there's many many different ways to help people there's the people who like you know do who are doctors there's people who are humanitarian workers there's people who are philosophers there's people who are politicians you know they have who have you know good um, intentions there's people who are public speakers there's people who are um asking working in nonprofits and asking the government for funds you know there's so many different ways to do revolution and help the world and it's okay if you change the sphere that you're in to help people you're still going to be helping people you're still going to be like an unsung angel on earth (laughs) if you want to be which i think yes um yeah don't feel guilty about like but people need me you're going to be helpful to other people in in, in a different way if you don't, because if you don't believe in like the work that you're actually doing anymore, if you don't believe that it really helps people that much anymore, like why would you stay there? No, 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 you're just burn, burn yourself out and become frustrated. And then you would be doing it really much, very for the wrong reasons, very much. So, yeah. Okay, I do want to read the grief card from the booklet and then I think we're going to pull some um, more cards. Okay, there is a page in the booklet that says, uh, for each chakra, that says, like, green cards at a glance, and then there's a literal summary for each card. This booklet is interesting, there's a bunch of different things. Um, I feel called to read, I might read the rest of the grief card on the, on its page, but I feel called to read this here. Grief, the legend is Penelope and Pickle, and I think the pickle is the dog, because on the other it's someone who's, I think it's like the dog has passed away, and the person is, like, holding the dog and um, crying. It says, Pickle represents the strength of character inherent in true love. This card heralds a deep caring and an ability to heal and love again. However deep the pain or hard the challenges you face, troubled times denote smooth sailing ahead. Yeah, okay. Then let's read the actual um, legend. Penelope meets Pickle, the puppy, when she was, when she's at college. They go through everything together. When the day comes much later for Mother Earth to call Pickle home, he dies in Penelope's arms. 
Her friends are hard on her, suggesting that she should just get over her pet's death. Penelope knows she loved Pickle deeply and is simply in grief. Loving Pickle was worth every moment of sadness. When she is ready, she will love again. Penelope and Pickle remind us that what we reveal, we can heal. Give yourself time. You will love again. If you honor your pain, it will change your life. Is lingering grief preventing me from progress? What can I see in my heart? Key ideas and keywords are feeling grief, healing process, missing someone or something, being unafraid of sadness, love is on the horizon, love, commitment, and vulnerability. And the affirmation was, grief is love without a place to go. Yeah, okay. So whatever this, to go back to like this painful thing that you may have gone through many years ago, um, it could be that like someone passed or something happened and you weren't like that close to the person, so you you were kind of either told by other people or told by yourself like why do I care this much why am I this sad about this and you need to honor the vastness of your emotions the vastness of how much you care how much you loved this person or this situation or whatever it is that happened you really need to honor and speak up because you haven't done that you haven't shown how much you cared how much you loved you need to do that in your own way. And also, if you become some kind of therapist, um, as you study, you might uh, find that you'll want to um, specialize in, in, in grief, people who are grieving. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, that was what I was seeing with these cards. Let's pull um, last few and then we're going to end the reading. Okay, so <laughs> let's pull, let's say two cards. I mean, we'll see what comes through, but I'm thinking two cards right now from the Goddess Power Oracle. And these will be, well, your guiding goddesses and also just some advice for you. So what's some advice for Cancer at this time? Who is their guiding goddess? What's some advice for answer what do they need to know oh okay do i okay let's just okay do i take this one we'll keep it at the bottom of the deck that's fine so you have number three arian rod with time in reverse and then you have Mat Truth, number 31. Now at the bottom of the deck you have Bridget, or Brigid, I don't know, with Creative Spark in, um, in reverse. So, I'm going to read from the booklet for these goddesses. And we're going to start with uh, Brigid, or Bridget here. I'm going to call her Bridget, okay? So, what is her number? There you go. Sometimes you get into a creative slump and you feel frozen in midair, unable to move in any direction. Perhaps you are unsure of the next step with someone new or a project becomes a looming behemoth in your mind or you can't think of anything to say in a social moment. Maybe you think all your best ideas are gone. 
Bridget offers you the alignment task of moving your attention away and remembering what it was like when you were little, when you finger-painted and drew stick figures and played with your pals in the sandbox or playground. What moved you and lit you up then is the same creative spark that can move you now. Playful curiosity is what's called for. Don't take yourself or your current conditions too seriously. It's time to be free from the burden of expectation you've set upon yourself. Don't try so hard. The triple goddess of the hearth, the forge and inspiration, brings all her aspects together to help you sparkle. Okay, yeah. So if you're trying to create something, creatively speaking, I think it's important that you don't set goals for yourself, that you don't set expectations for yourself, that you don't think about like, oh, how great and awesome it would be when this, I don't know, this book is published or when this song is out or when I'm performing or when I'm celebrate or when people see my talent don't think about those things those things just create for the sake of creating without any other goal because that's what you need right now to really connect back to that spark and i really relate to that <laughs> okay now let's read erin rod's uh, message with time do you worry there is not enough time or that you might be running out of it do you feel that you are too late, too stressed, or too overwhelmed to get where you need to go? This attitude is fueled by fear, which has a strange and unusual power to contract time. Arian Rod, the goddess of time, has an alignment task for you. Breathe deeply and trust the process. Know that even if you are temporarily struggling, you will always have enough time to choose how you experience your reality. You can always course correct. Consider this truth. Struggles, disappointments, or seeming delays are all part of the experience of life on life's terms. Yet, Arian Rod says, this too shall pass. When cool heads prevail and faith steers your course, treasure is never far away. Call on the goddess Arian Rod when you begin to feel overwhelmed and she will remind you of these truths. Okay, so don't worry about timing. Don't worry about timing is really what this is saying. It's okay if like, because we are seeing that you, you need a, a, some kind of transition or a change to feel more aligned with what you're doing. And it's okay if it takes a long, it's, it's okay if it takes time. It's okay. I was going to say it's okay if it takes a long time. Yeah, even. And what's a long time? That's very subjective. I don't know what it is. You know, especially because like, if we're, if you want to become a therapist and you're not trained for that, like you might need to go back to school and get a degree. Like that takes a long time and that's Okay. It's okay, don't think about how long it's going to take to discourage yourself or to think it's not going to work out or to think that you're going to waste so much time doing that. No, it's all part of the process and it's all going to be meant to be. So don't worry about that. Just have the intention and don't give yourself some kind of time frame. For when, and like don't don't give yourself some kind of time frame of like I'll be fully transitioned into my new life by this date. Like that's not helping you right now. It's only making you focus on the time frame and making you kind of freak out or making you judge yourself or making you worry about if you're doing the right thing or if you're doing it quickly enough. That's really not the point right now. So yeah, forget about that. Let Arian Rod help you with this and trust in her that she's with you and helping you when it comes to this and lastly let's read Ma'at's uh, empowerment message with truth in number 31 which adds up to uh, 4 and you have the 444 episode so you know 
There is great power in telling the truth and allowing it to lead you to higher ground. It's only when we refuse to see the reality of a situation that we lose our power to co-create for the highest good. The Egyptian goddess Ma'at comes to remind you that if you are willing to do a fearless self-inventory and live authentically with rigorous honesty, it will lead you to great success in all areas of your life. Being completely transparent with others, although it might at first feel too vulnerable, is exactly what you need to do now. When you do this, you will be flooded, flooded with the power to claim and experience a new freedom and a new happiness that will pour over your life like a wild sweet honey. Your life is exactly where it needs to be. This is a wonderful time of empowered choice making. You are doing all the right things if you follow the invitation of Ma'at to live fearlessly in truth. As the arbiter of balance and divine order, she reminds you of the great value of this way of being. <laughs> all right, I love that it spoke of like divine order and we're talking about divine chaos, which, you know, they work together hand in hand. You're collaborating with Ma'at, you're co collaborating with divine order and divine chaos, okay? So... <laughs> That was your reading, Cancer. I'm going to end it here. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it was insightful and that you enjoyed it. If you did, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. It really helps me out and it also helps more people find the podcast. If you think these readings would be beneficial to more people and also just enjoyed by more people. All right, you can also share with the people that you know that you think might uh, enjoy this podcast and these um this concept of these episodes and these, these tarot readings. Um, if you'd like to get even more from me, then make sure to follow the podcast if you haven't already. You can follow me on Instagram. You can subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm at Neptunian Serenity everywhere. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast. This is a new thing that I have set up. I have set up subscriptions. Um, if you liked what I do here and you want to get even more exclusive content, content you can subscribe for 15 Canadian dollars a month and um, in addition to getting these 12 free tarot readings for each zodiac sign every month will, which will always remain free I promise you'll also get at least one uh, pick a pile as extra content every month okay and the subject will change every month of course and if you are a subscriber I will take your request which is really really exciting so if you're like there's a theme or something that you want me to do a reading about then I might as well take your suggestion if I feel inspired by it and every single pick a pile has either three or four piles and every pile is like as long as these readings that I do here so you're getting three to four hours of extra content every month for only 15 Canadian dollars a month. Isn't that fucking awesome? I think it is. And I think that if you enjoy this, you're really going to enjoy that too. So definitely uh, get the link in the description of the episode and subscribe to get that. Um, if you'd like to send me a tip as a thank you for this reading, there's another link to do so in the description of the episode. And lastly, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, either on this or something else, I'd love to have you. If you felt like this was really helpful for you and you'd like to know more or you'd like some support through a transition that you're doing or you'd like some clarity and insight on something that you're going through, then I really think that I can help you with that. Check out the different offerings that I have at a different link that I have down below. Kate's going to say book I want one session with me. Um, you can check the details of the all the sessions I'm currently offering um, and book from there. But okay, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say now. So Cancer, I wish you the absolute best. You're doing absolutely 
amazing. Mother Mary is with you. I send you plenty of uh, blessings. And also, I really admire what you're doing because you're really doing great things to help the world. Please keep doing that. Please keep your kind and pure heart. And I'll see you next time, my loves. Bye!